All right. Welcome back, everybody who's tuning in. This is Will Hyder. This is episode three, Mindset Masters and Marketing. We've got a special guest here today. I cannot wait to introduce him. He's a good friend of mine. We've known each other for years. We've watched each other on the come up. We've watched each other help each other, you know, grow as, you know, each other, but also others as well. We've been able to share ideas. I mean, it's been fun. But today we want to talk more on, you know, the dynamics of the mindset, right? Drewby's a mindset master. He's got a lot of different things that he went through that he wants to share with us today. Um, without further ado, let me introduce Mr. Drewby Wilson. This guy's a savage. He is the vice president of Break Free Academy, I believe. Yeah. A sales yep. machine, meme god, meme, closer meme, all that good shit. So, I mean, the, the list is goes That's on. That's me, bro. <laughs> uh, Man, it's it's so crazy doing these. Like, I, I've got a whole list of things that I've done in the last couple of years. As you mentioned, Will, like, we've had the pleasure of watching each other go down this journey and, and really seeing some massive growth in, in our you know lives, both personally and professionally. So, you know, hey, man, thanks for having me on. Obviously, it's a, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited to share, talk about my journey. You know, and, and I think what's cool about both of us, Will, is we really show up with the mindset of giver's gain, right? How can we provide value? How can we help someone in our community or, or through the ripple effect of our community stepping into that next better version of themselves? Because I think we're all on a journey here. And whether it's, you know, trying to become a better leader or, or stepping into the world of entrepreneurship or just creating better relationships, a lot of it has to do with, you know, the way you overcome certain mindsets and you build certain routines and processes and, and it all kind of flows in to life and business, which is cool because once you've kind of dialed in on the mindset side of things, marketing and, and building your personal brand, it gets so much easier. I love it, man. It's all gravy. So like, when did you like, at what age or like, at what point in your life did you like realize that, you know, your mindset's important. Like what you think about who you hang around, like what you consume. Like there was a shift that happened for me, like around like 19. Right. Cause I grew up without a father. I didn't really have that fatherly like direction. I was always like, is anybody going to help me? I was always playing that bullshit victim car, like always waiting. Like I was always hustling, but I was always waiting for somebody to help me. Right. Like, because I see everybody else getting help. But why, why can't I get a little help? Right. Like, and then I flipped the fucking script. I realized no one's fucking come to help me. Right. It, I, I think it's all for me, me, it's all you know, me. You know what I mean? It is. And I do totally know what you mean. And, you know, I grew up, my dad was in and out when I was a kid. My mom, single mom, raised three boys on her own pretty much. And so, like, I, I know exactly that feeling of, like, hey, when is someone going to step in and help me? And you just guide me, think, right? We're all looking for that guidance, right? I think so. And and for me, I've I've kind of always had this mentality of understanding that being around certain kinds of individuals leads me to making certain kind of decisions, right? When I was in high school, um, my mom got remarried. We moved to a new district. I started going to school with a totally new crowd of people. Uh, I, I, of course, fell in with the skateboard punks and, right. and the guys that were doing some, you know, we were smoking weed and causing a little bit of a ruckus, nothing too terrible. But like when I went back to the the inner city school for a sophomore year right my mom had gotten remarried that guy passed away so we had to move back in with my grandma and we started going to you know I went back to this inner city school and at the end of my sophomore year I really 
had this like kind of come to Jesus moment of like, yo, if I stay here, there's no way I'm going to make it to graduation. Either I'm going to drop out or I'm going to get into some gangster shit that I really shouldn't be a part of. So I made a decision then to say, hey, even though this is where my people are, this is what I've, I know and, and whatever, I grew up with these people. If I don't get out of this situation, I'm going to have issues. And so I ended up going back to Bedford for my, you know, junior and sophomore or junior and senior year. I, I had to go through a lot of different hoops to make that work out, you know. And, and over time, what I realized is for me, again, I've had a lot of shit go on, man. I've lost more than a hundred pounds in 10 years. I've, I've That's went from barely graduating high school to, yeah. <laughs> you know, like barely graduated high school. Cause I never showed up. I never wanted to do the homework. Um, but I always knew at some level it was up to me to get to the results right? Whether it was like fucking off in school and not doing the work, but still being able to ace all the tests. Yeah. Or when I did finally start working, you know, I, I got a job as a nuclear pharmacy technician, youngest to ever do it at Cardinal Health. And I understood that for me to be successful, I just had to do the work. And even if it was like shitty work or things that nobody else wanted to do, if I was willing to just show up and do that, for whatever reason, the universe would continue blessing, blessing me with more opportunity. So anything that I've ever done, I've kind of come into it with the mindset of just be willing to do whatever's asked of you. And, and as long as it's within your core values and, you know, it's not immoral, if you just show up and do the work, man, things start happening and, and it compounds over time. So it's not always like an immediate like, oh, shit, this is awesome. It's sometimes like, fuck, this sucks. Well, I'm going to keep doing it. And then eventually people will recognize and they'll, they'll kind of step in. And it's like you said, man, the, the network around you will help guide you to that exactly next level and show you. Yep. Exactly what happened is I started helping myself and I started attracting be- different people. And the different people started educating me on a new way of living, a new way of thinking, right? But it wasn't until I started thinking differently up here, made that shift and said, okay, Time for me to help myself, which is what I've always done. But like, I always was still looking for it, but in the wrong way. I was looking in the wrong areas, right? Oh man, this is, this is bringing me back. I can still remember like just seeing like generational bullshit in my family, right? Just like seeing the same shit every year, you know, every generation had kids. They all get married early, making the same mistakes year after year, generation after generation. I'm thinking, are y'all not reading the blueprint? from behind here, like stop repeating this shit. You know what I mean? So that was one driving force for me is to break the generational shackles, right? I'm going to prove to you guys that there's another way of doing this and I'm going to lead from the front. I'm going to lead by example. So that's what we started doing. But, but those are like a lot of the driving forces for me. Like I always knew, like I always wanted to be my own, you know, boss, employee, whatever, just, just have my own, you know, company, right. To call my own, have my own employees, just all that fun stuff. Right. But ultimately, I wanted to be able to have my own freedom to do what I wanted, be able to provide for my family that I now had, that I manifested, by the way, right? So it's it's a, it's a beautiful thing. But back to you, right? Like, enough of me. But you brought me back a little bit there. So, like, I was like, no, I man, and I think that's – but that's part of it, right? Like, as we go through this journey, we have this self-reflection. We have these these moments when we recognize the importance – of certain actions and certain mindsets, right? It's like, Hey, if I don't get out of this victim mindset, if I don't stop letting the people who are around me kind of 
influence my decisions in a way that I know aren't really aligned with my core values. I mean, it's hard. So people need to hear this stuff. You need to know, like, there are going to be relationships in your life that you have to cut off and walk away from. And it's not that they're bad people necessarily. It's just that for you to get to that next level, to be the person that you were put on this planet to be right. The leader, the influencer, the, the, the life changer, the impact lever. Sometimes you're going to have to start moving in a direction that not everybody around you is going to be willing to go. And it's like you said, man, when you start investing in yourself, you kind of start to recognize like there are people that are saying they want you to win, but they're also like giving you backhanded compliments and and kind of like, Oh yeah, I remember when you did this or did that. And it's like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. I I still remember like my grandpa, like, listen, (laughs) I love my grandpa to death, but I remember when he told me, I was like, I'm gonna go work at that call center. He's like, yeah, you're not gonna like that. You sure you're gonna like that? Yeah. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna like that. But it was from that that I actually figured out that I'm good at sales and marketing or sales and customer service. If I would have took that job and got super fast with the computers and typing and calling, and like I wouldn't have been able to bridge to the next things, right? So if I would have listened to him, well, you know what I'm saying? So like <laughs> <laughs> there's always going to be people, no matter if you're right at the beginning of your success or right at the top or the pinnacle, whatever the fuck you want to call it. There's always going to be people that you're going to have to thin off. I did it last year, year prior, prior. People that we come up with, you're thinking they're your friends. Well, they're not. Eventually, if they're not coming up with you, it, it begins like this, right? And it's a, it's a separation. It's, it, the gap just fucking gets bigger and bigger. And then you realize you're just tugging them along and you're managing them and shit. It's like, it's not, it's not even a friendship anymore. Um, but then when you surround yourself with other people... They start to tell you about that and you realize, okay, time to cut them. Right. Uh, but I wouldn't have known that if I didn't really surround myself with people that are, you know, educate you on that type of shit. Right. Because these are the things that will affect your subconscious the things you hang around. If you don't hang around like the positive shit, you, what else you got? You know what I mean? Like the, the negative, the bullshit, the noise out there all fucking day long. We don't want that. Right. So, you know, anyway, no, back to you're, the- you're absolutely right, man. And I think, Uh, aside from the people around you, you have to be able to get out of your own way. I think humans in general have this way of creating roadblocks or, you know, excuses in your own mind about things. And unfortunately, that's just how we're raised. Like growing up, people will put those limitations on us like, hey, you know, don't, don't hurt yourself by setting these high expectations and not being able to get them right and it's kind of counterintuitive because they're like well if you set a high expectation and don't achieve it you're just going to get hurt and you know you don't want to hurt yourself so don't 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 set the bar too high right. it's, it's it's very strange but when you as a human can find the way to move past those internal roadblocks that you build like right? those walls that you put up to prevent yourself from getting hurt emotionally or physically whatever that may be, when you can start developing that skill for yourself, it opens up a whole new world of opportunity because it's like, hey, I'm committed, even though I'm sore, even though I'm tired, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go to the gym three days a week, five days a week, seven days a week, right? Whatever that might look like for you, you've got to get into the mindset of being willing to say, it does not matter what I'm feeling, I am going to take action because the action is what creates the results. 100%. And be willing to change. 
be willing to receive feedback. Man, when I was younger, like 24, 25, 26, like my whole life, I was always yelled at. So I was always playing defensive, right? Always just always in trouble because I was always the rebellious kid, always doing stupid shit, right? So like growing up, when I transitioned into business, started working, like I, if I got feedback, sometimes I would just be, I would, uh, you know, be combative almost, like trying to be defensive instead of taking it in a positive way. They're not negative toward me. They're just, they're just giving me feedback. They're, they're just discussing what's happening so we can fix it and move forward, right? It's not always you're in trouble, blah, blah, blah. It's not always, you know, you're doing the bad shit. Take the feedback and be willing to change, especially if things that you're doing are not working for you. Be willing to throw it all out to the wind and try something completely different. That, that worked for me, too completely shifted my mind. I was like, you know what? What I'm doing ain't working. I'm working my ass off. I'm working a bunch of jobs. I think I, I thought I was doing what I was supposed to be doing, but I'm not getting anywhere. W- what's different? Well, I had to shift that whole mind. I, you know, I just completely turned it up. You know, you know, one thing that Grant Cardone said was move where the opportunities are, right? Get away. You know, move. Most people don't move five miles away from their fucking family, right? They're like right next door. They just moved out. And they just went right down the street. You know, and it's funny that he was saying that. It's like, I was literally, that was my family. My mother's next door to her mother. My cousin's literally down the street. I, at that time, was right, like, literally across the street. Less than three minutes away. It was like, it was like a light bulb. It's like, he's speaking to me, right? It was crazy. <laughs> and that's, and it's a timing thing with everyone. So, like, you may hear something today. It may not click and resonate with you guys, the things that we're talking about. But eventually down the line, something's going to, something's going to happen to you. And you're going to remember this. You're going to remember something that somebody said to you, and then you're going to know how to take action on it. So that's why it's important just to soak up shit every single day. Good stuff. And just hold it. Hold it in your arsenal because you never know when you're going to need it. Right. You know, and one of the things that I was talking about with um, with our boy Stuman this morning is that people don't want to be told what to do. Right. We already know what to do. We fucking. Yeah, I know that. I know I should be going to the gym. I know I should be eating right. I know I shouldn't get drunk and and party till late hours in the evening. I know I should be making those calls or sending those emails. People know what to do. So they don't want to be told what to do. They want to be influenced. Right. They want to feel like they've made a decision to do something because that internal feeling of like, hey, I'm committed. I'm making this decision. It's not somebody told me to do this thing and I'm going to do it. It's I've decided for myself that this is the change that I want, right? And that's where the mindset side of thing comes in. And that's why it's like, I'm excited to be here on your podcast because I'm not going to tell anybody what to do. Like I can sit here and tell you what to do all day long and it's not going to make a big difference. If I can share my story and I can talk about the things that I went through personally and I have that internal experience with, somebody will hear it and maybe they'll take action on it today, tomorrow, next week. Or maybe like you said, they'll sit on it for six months until they have something come up in their life that says, shit, that guy was right. As much as I didn't want to necessarily listen to it at the time, he said that thing and that's, it clicks, right? And that's when people really start doing the things that put them in a position to change not only their life, but their family's life the people who they employ is life, right? We work with a lot of small business owners in Apex. And so what I find is that it's not just the individual we're helping. It's everybody that they come in contact with. When we help someone become a better version of themselves and and internally for the listener, if you start becoming a better version of yourself and setting that example for the people around you, 
it literally will change not just your life, but anyone that you come into contact with. Especially your family, your, you know, your immediate family, your children, your wife. The hopes is they'll follow suit, right? But most of the time they do. If everyone's in line with core values and everyone's on board with the show, it's a beautiful thing. Talk about that big mindset shift. You know, we had to make that decision for yourself and your family. I know you made the, the big move to Ohio or from Ohio to Texas. You know, that's a big move. You know, you owned a yeah, house man, that, in Ohio, you sold your house, you know, you got your child and your, and your wife. I mean, talk about like that conversation you had with your wife when you're saying, hey, time to sell it all. We, we moving. You know, it's it's funny, man. I, I was just talking to about that recently. And it was a very scary moment, right? I had, you know, basically I barely graduated from high school. I had a handful of jobs that I kind of moseyed through for a couple of years. Um, and then I was approached with an opportunity to sell insurance. And it was like, Hey man, you're going to come and be a part of this agency. And we're going to build this thing. And all I could think was like, I finally got a career, right? I've got something that I can do and stay in and it's going to be consistent and grow. And I got into selling insurance and I did that for about five years before I reached a point where I kind of was stuck. Right. And I was in this mindset of like, well, I'm, I'm only working nine to five. I don't have to work weekends. I kind of set my, I can kind of come and go as I want. Right. Nobody's really like micromanaging me that badly. There was some, but like for the most part, I kind of had some freedom. And to me, as somebody who barely graduated and was like, fuck, I'm never going to make more than $24,000 a year to be making like 30 and 40. I thought, shit, man, I'm doing good. Like yeah, I don't yeah. want to complain, but at the same time, I didn't feel fulfilled. And so I, I went to the agent and I said, Hey man, I'm not really, I'm not feeling this. I kind of want to be making more money. I kind of want to have more of an impact. And God loved the guy because he gave me a ton of opportunity. His response was, Hey man, you just got to be patient. Hmm. Someday you're going to own one of these things and you're going to be good. And I went, yeah, I'm not very patient though. Like I don't (laughs) got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. And so I went online and I started learning marketing, right? Because as a sales guy, I thought to myself, hey, if I can just get more people to talk to, I'm pretty savvy. Let me just have some conversations. I'll close more deals. So I started learning marketing. Um, I got into using phone sites and, and Facebook ads and some of that stuff, had some success. And I got a call from, from Ryan Stuman and he said, hey, man, I really like what you're doing in my group. You're helping a lot of people. You're providing a lot of value. I think you're in the wrong business. Like, I'd like to give you an opportunity to come and work with me and, and help people do, you know, what you're doing and, and keep building your own business alongside of it, right? You're kind of an entrepreneur. So it's not like you work for me, you're going to work with me. And I thought, well, shit, man, I don't know. It's kind of scary. I got a career. I'm comfortable. I don't want to like, I want to step away. Um, but I flew down to Texas. I spent a day working with Ryan. We had a really in-depth heart-to-heart conversation. And he said, hey, man, this will change your life and your family's life. And if you come with me on this journey, we can change a lot of people's lives together. We can make a big impact. And so I flew back and I sat down with my wife of, you know, we'd been married, I think a little over a year or two years at the point, we had a six month old son. And I went, Hey babe, guess what? I'm walking away from this six year career in insurance where everybody knows I'm comfortable and we're doing well. And I'm going to start over as a commission only sales guy for this dude I met on the internet selling this coaching thing. And she's like, Mm. that's the dumbest shit I ever heard. And I was like, yeah, maybe, but I'm not really happy. And you, you've kind of have been telling me, Hey, if you just, if you're not happy, quit your job and do something else. So I'm going to do it. 
And it was hard, right? We had a pretty deep conversation and I flew back and forth to Texas for about six months. And it it really was a strain on our relationship, right? It was one of those things where I was selfishly doing everything for me and, and my growth and my success, thinking in my mind, I'm doing this for my family, right? Like I'm, I'm traveling and I'm away from my kid and my wife and I'm, I'm doing all these things and I'm, and I'm forgetting to call them because I'm so busy and I'm in my own mind doing my own shit. And it puts such a strain on our relationship that I almost lost my family, right? So I think a lot of people go down this path of like, I'm doing this thing and the mindset is I'm doing it for legacy, but they forget that if you don't stop and, and make sure the people on your team are right there with you, right? You, like you said, there's that level up, that gap. If you don't stop and and close that gap, it gets ugly. And so one of the things for me was like going to my wife and saying, hey, listen, if you don't want me traveling back and forth to Texas, I think it's in our best interest just to move there because I'm not walking away from this. This opportunity just keeps getting better as we get better at it. Yeah, I think we need to make this move. And so it was hard and we had some really long conversations and, you know, telling our our in-laws, hey, we're taking your only grandson and moving to Texas. And, you know, my wife is an only child. So it was really hard to, to make that decision, but I'm super blessed because she was very supportive. She said, Hey, listen, I don't necessarily understand it, but I don't want to give up on our family. And I don't want to lose what we've built together in the last five or six years that we've been together at that point. And so, you know, we made the decision. We came down to Texas. We, I introduced her to everybody and got her connected to the network and we, flew back, put our home on the market within 24 hours, had a full price offer. And within a month we had sold everything and moved basically to fucking Dallas to start over um, from nothing. You know, I mean, yeah, we had a little money in the bank cause we had sold our house and obviously we had worked and paid all our bills, but, but you had to, yeah, 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 but you still had to make that move. Like I think the biggest, we thing made the move and that you had in that conversation was her leaving her family and that separation. That's a big thing. You know, when we move, when we move from from Tampa to Sunny Isles, you know, it separated her from her sister, and it did impact us. You know, it it caused depression within her. I didn't see that coming. You know, you think you're just moving them to a nice place on the beach, you think everything's gravy, but that doesn't matter. Like what you say, you have to be present. So this year, and you know, ever since then, I really started being more present with. Yes, we are working so hard for our legacy, but we have to stop and you know, take time with the family and be more intentional with our time that we spend with ourselves and our family. Um, not just be all business all day. Right. Um, that's why you see me bring my family and my children and my kid to the, to the events as much as possible. And you think that's easy? No, <laughs> like it's not easy traveling with a nine month old child. Right. Uh, but it's important to me to involve my family. Right. I want them to see, what daddy's up to, right? Not just hear me talk about it and see me come back all hyped up and leave all hyped up, right? You got you got to bring I mean, your family into the fold so they can feel the energy and they can be part of the journey with you. And absolutely. It makes it more enjoyable. I think that's part of like taking your mindset and and moving it into the marketing side of business growth, right? Like when you're building a business People buy from people, right? Sales tip one-on-one. People buy from people that they know, like, and trust. So when you're taking your family and you're being the example of what a good dad and a good husband looks like, right? And you're including them in your personal growth and helping them see what's possible in their lives. 
you know, you, you can share that message with the world around you. And, and this is what I love about what we do, Will, is that being entrepreneurs, being the business owner, we have the right to choose who we do business with. And so part of marketing and, and building your personal brand is learning how to attract like-minded individuals, right? Hey, if this is somebody who has a similar mindset, who has similar core values and who appreciates my story, they know me because they watch my content. They like me because they see that I'm a family man and that I'm dedicated. Now they trust me because I've taken the time to share the wisdom and the experiences that I've had throughout my life and educate people, entertain them with my silly stories like, man, you ever try to take your wife and nine month old to an event to learn from, you know, a couple hundred entrepreneurs. Let me tell you a little story about that. Right. Like, but just sharing that being vulnerable, it opens you up to the people who will want to do business with you because they understand, yep. right. They have that similarity. They feel that trust factor. And that's a big part of like using the mindset to market yourself is being willing to be vulnerable and talk about those things. Mm-hmm. And so, Again, this is where that that family, the fr- the old friends can step in and kind of like they'll, they'll make their little behind the back jabs at you when you're talking about, hey, we rented this cool car to go to this event. We're staying in this nice hotel room. Look like they're hating on you because they're jealous. And you're like, man, I'm just trying to show you what's possible. So, again, the yeah, mindset that's a fine line. It's funny you say that, Drew, because there's a fine line between looking like you're boasting and looking like you're just trying to be inspirational. Like some you're going to get the haters, man. They're going to come out. Right. Uh, I mean, what do you, yep. what do you what's your recommendation? What's your recommendation to people? Right. Like stop posting or keep posting or like or you or mix it up. Kill them right. with kindness. Yeah. Kill them with kindness, man. That's that's always my thought, because when I started the journey and I had people that I like loved and, and really had these emotions for and, and seeing some of the things that were said behind closed doors and kind of, you know, hearing it through the grapevine. And I know that's not always the best way to hear things, but. You do. You hear things that get said about you behind your back and it it can make you very emotional. And if you react on that emotion, it's typically going to be an anger reaction. Right. And so one of the reinforce what the people are saying about you, like, exactly. So for me, don't let them. So you have to really get into the idea that the whole point and and why we're on this planet the majority of us that choose to take this route right to share our journey and to talk about the things that we're going through like we've been blessed with a message and it's our duty to share that message to the people who are willing to hear it and so getting in the mindset of abundance of saying hey even if my enemy wants to hate on me and talk shit and and you know my friends have become my enemies because of this this growth I have such an abundant mindset that I'm just going to keep sharing and I'm just going to keep providing value because whether they choose to make that decision for themselves or not is not up to me. What's up to me is the things that I put out there, the energy that I provide to the universe. And if I know that I'm just putting out good energy, odds are I'm going to get good energy back, right? But if you start going down that path of negativity or, or, responding back and clapping back with some angry shit because it hurt your feelings. Like, what are you going to get out of that? Ultimately, if you sit and ask yourself every time that I've responded in anger, did I get the result that I wanted or was it more likely worked to up. cause more Didn't solve anything yeah. most of the time. Yeah. I mean, we look back on it and we realize, damn, we probably should have like 
there was that was nothing. A lot of times too, when you read a message or something, especially like on a chat or you know in a messenger, the tonality sometimes is off. Like you don't really oh, yeah. know what the fuck it really meant. Like so, you should take a step back before you start responding, uh, and just you know chill. <laughs> you got to be ready for that. That's that's kind of part of it. But I think that's also where it comes back to being intentional with your time and your energy, right? Time and energy are two very finite resources. All of us get about the same amount of it. We all get the same exact amount of time. Some people have more energy than others, but like those are finite resources. So if you're not being intentional with those resources and you're wasting them, letting somebody get you all fired up and angry or scrolling through Facebook for 30 minutes, reading shitty comments and toxic you know, posts so that you can share your opinion, is that really providing you the kind of life that you want to live? You know, because time, you can't win it. You can't buy it. You didn't get a box of it for Christmas. Like, why would you want to waste it on something that's not going to get you the result you're searching for? So talk about how your intention with your time, talk about like your morning routine. Like, how do you grease the mind when you wake up, right? I know you do a lot of exercise and you're always out there in the freaking dark. (laughs) 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 Yeah, man. So you know, and I'll, I'll try to make this quick because I got to get going because time is very, very important to me here. So I know we got about 10, 15 minutes left before we, we got to get to the end of this, but I live and die by the calendar. So I, I went, when I came down with Ryan, one of the first things he taught me was, hey man, time is our biggest resource. So let's be very valuable about it. And he broke down his day and said, hey, this is what I do from this time to this time and this time to that time I'm doing this. And so I thought, well, hey, if this guy who's super, super successful in my mind, and he's going to mentor me on how to have his level of success, if this is the way he does it, it probably makes sense for me to kind of take it and implement it in my own way. So what I've done over the years is I've built a calendar routine, and I do the same shit every day. And that sounds really, really boring, but it's super freeing as well, because I already know when I wake up exactly how my day is going to look, right? So 4 a.m., the alarm is going off. I'm going to roll over, turn my alarm off. I'm going to take a big old chug of ice water from my Yeti cup, right? Because what happens while we're sleeping, we get dehydrated. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you just go into the day dehydrated, like you're already sleep, you're slow and you're foggy. So I'm going to chug a big glass of ice water. It's going to get me up because it's cold. It's going to get my body rehydrated. And the first thing I do is I grab my phone and I start writing down five things that I'm grateful for. Because when you start your day with gratitude, Versus like picking up your phone and reading some DM from somebody that's like complaining or an email from a deal that canceled or some political bullshit that's not going to get you where like, it's real easy to go down a negative path early in the morning, especially because of that brain fog, right? You're not thinking clearly yet. So I immediately go to gratitude. Hey, what are the things that I'm thankful for? My wife, my son, the roof over my head, the food in my fridge, right? The fact that I get to wake up and help people every single day become better versions of themselves. Like I'm grateful for that opportunity because there's a lot of people that don't have those things. So I'm really focusing in on that first thing. I throw my headphones in, I put on some kind of like my motivational YouTube or podcasts like this, right? Filling your mind with positive content early in the morning is the best way to finish off your day with success. Because when those like shitty things pop up, you can always revert back to that feeling you had right when you started the day of like, motivation positivity right growth success those yeah, things are already implanted in, ready mind. Hit you in the face like yeah i'm good i'm good let's keep it going yeah. right like, yep i knew this was coming i'm yeah. cool right and so like, oh, for, I me, for that that was the, again, that was the morning motivational mondays we had earlier today <laughs> <laughs> exactly. about that one too. for me like 
I used to be 315 pounds, right? At one point in my life, I weighed 315 pounds. I was very unhealthy. I didn't sleep well. I didn't eat well. I just treated my body like shit. I don't like going to the gym. It's not my favorite thing in the world. I'm not many people enjoy like working out until you've been doing it long enough that you've like built this thing where you feel guilty about it. So like for me, I try to do 60 to 90 minutes of, uh, you know, exercise in some form every single day, seven days a week. Some days I just go for a walk. Some days I'm in the gym and I'm hitting it heavy and I'm going hard. You know, I like to ride my bicycle. So I've got a few different things that I can get into that I like to do every single day that move my body and move my mind. Because as much as it is for the physical side of like health, it's the mental preparation and the discipline of doing something that sucks every single day makes me a better human because I've already done some hard shit. So like anything else that comes my way, it can't be nearly as bad as having to get up at 4am and go to the fucking gym and work out. Right. So whatever comes up, it's going to be fine. It's like building up your muscle muscle. The more, the more harder you work, the easier it becomes. You just, you're building up that muscle. The same thing in the gym. The more you do it, becomes right. You just, exactly. just get active, grease the body, whatever it is, whatever you don't grease the body. I didn't sound right. Uh, you can put grease on if you want. Maybe a little flex <laughs> action, you know, feeling good. Everybody's like, start the morning, grease my body. Huh? <laughs> what are you all up to? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just get the body moving, right? Because, like, especially, like, if you work from home. I'm, I work from home. I'm always on a computer. Like, we wake up and go right to a computer. Like, we're stagnant. Like, our body's still stiff. We're, like, stiff to here, stiff to there. Like, get up, get free, get your body moving, get it oiled up. You know, you want to be that old guy with creaky bones and stuff, Right. And uh, take the I mean, my, we take the like I'll take uh, the kid on a walk. Like this morning, we walked down the the dock, and you know I put him in the little carrier. We walked around for about an hour. You know that's all. You know just get him out, get outside, do do something with your friends or your family. It makes it fun. You know we do date nights too on Wednesday nights. We started doing that. Uh, but what okay. we're starting to do now is we're being more intentional. We're not just going to go to a restaurant and have drinks and dinner. We're trying to do other stuff like an activity related things, right? Um, especially now since he's born. So, you know, a lot of cool stuff. So we got a little bit more time. I want to shift the gears a little bit because, I mean, you're a marketing machine as well, right? So we talked a lot about mindset. Marketing is very important for a lot of business owners. You know, you, you guys teach people how to build phone sites, funnels, uh, you know, how to become the most elite version of themselves by marketing through other ways, you know, through networking or through speaking. I mean, there's so many different ways to market your business. You personally, you know, you're the, you're the meme god, right? You also do, the, you know, you get to close your memes, a bunch of other awesome stuff, right? You got the, you know, the slogan crush the day before it crushes you, which I steal sometimes. You've embedded in me. It's it, You did a great job, right? Now, it's just a catchy thing. I fucking say it myself. I don't say the whole thing. I just say crush the day, but, <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, that's the point, the though, point. Man, because it, we kind of touched on this earlier, though, like the mindset shift for me and, and what I'm trying to portray to my audience of people right um is that i'm a regular dude who's made a commitment to being great yeah like i don't have any special skill sets it's not like i've been blessed like i can't dance i'm fucking you know not the smartest dude on the planet but i am willing to work hard and so part of marketing and, and growing is being in the mindset of being vulnerable and sharing that right like i talk about my weight loss journey I talk about the fact that I was a selfish asshole and forgot 
to bring my wife in on that initial, like when I started going down this path, I was very selfish with it. Sometimes it's, it's probably a necessity. You right. You have to go through the fire to forge yourself into who you're meant to be, but you also got to be willing to step back and, and listen and learn from the people around you who are saying, Hey man, like if you don't do this shit, you're not going to have a wife and a kid to, to leave a legacy for. But being willing to share that, right? The first thing I do every day, I share my crushing the day post. So it's like a little positive motivational quote, right? Get get fired up, get the day started. I post a douchey picture of me at the gym or stepping outside at 4.30 in the morning to work out. But doing that consistently, posting those things, sharing that journey, right? I got meme lore tattooed on my knuckles for crying out loud because I love memes and I am just authentically me. A lot of small businesses come in and they're like, oh, I got to spend all this money on marketing and advertising and whatever. But you know what? The truth is, I don't spend a dollar on advertising. What I do is I create content. I provide value. I share my story with the people around me who are interested in hearing what I have to say because of the commitments I've made to myself and my mind, right? I'm going to get up and I'm going to do this every day and I'm going to share this message And I'm going to remind people that even if you're in a situation right now where you feel like you're at absolute rock bottom, right? You're overweight. You've got a shitty mindset. You hate your fucking job. Your family's always mad at you. I'm going to be the one that's willing to talk about how I made it through those situations because that's the lesson that people really need. I'm not going to tell you, oh, you got to go on date night with your wife. I'm going to say, you know what? I made a commitment to my wife to go on a date with her once a week just us and be very intentional with that time because I am an entrepreneur. I am a business owner. I do have a lot of shit going on, but I know that it's just as important to spend that quality time with her as it is to spend time working in my business. So that's how I market myself is I just share my story and I talk about what's working for me, what's not working for me. And the people that end up doing business together with, you know, myself, uh, they, that's what they come for. They're there because they know they have a problem that I've been through and I can help them solve. And that's why they want to work with me because they know me, they like me, and they trust me enough to help them get the result. You know, as, 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 as much as I hate to say it, it's that stupid simple. You know, people don't want to be sold. Just get out there and figure out a way to obtain a skill or some sort of knowledge of something that you can bring to the marketplace that you can share. Whether even if it's just your story. Right. Maybe you don't have a skill. Maybe you don't know how to market. Maybe, but maybe you've been through something inspirational that you can share with somebody that's going through something right now that maybe can help them from maybe commit suicide or, you know, whatever. Like, I just want an example, right? There's so many things you can do. It's not always money driven or business related. So, also, too, sometimes when I'm in a slump or something, I'll go out, I'll go out and, you know, help some stranger or do something kind just a random kind of, you know, just a random act of kindness, you know, just to, just to, just to do something different, right? If you're in a slump, just get out of it, go do something nice for somebody, maybe go sell something for somebody else. Right. And then get back into the groove again. I always, I always look at it like this. If I'm in a slump or I'm in a situation where I've kind of got like a scarcity mindset going on and I recognize it, my immediate reaction is let me go out and give, right? Let me do something abundantly thinking because that's reminding the universe that I have abundance, right? I have something in my life that I want to share 
And that creates the law of reciprocity to kind of come around in circle, right? So like if I'm like struggling and I'm not getting any sales for whatever reason, right? My mindset's a little off. That's a note to me to be like, hey, go and do something nice for somebody else with zero expectations. Be willing to tell the universe, you know what? Even in my worst times, in my biggest struggle, I'm still going to go above and beyond for other people because then other people will recognize that whether you see it or not, and they're going to start going above and beyond for you. Yeah, leave from the front, baby. Lead by example. Lions, not sheep. This is the apex. Fuck your excuses. We do the work, right? No matter what. Um, That's it. And nobody here is, you know, all the podcast guests, everybody we bring on here, we've all been through shit. Nobody here is perfect, all right? So, you know, there's no perfect journey. There's no fucking, you know, perfect road to success. There's just experiences that we've all been through and it's our duty to share it with you guys like that's our message like you said what's our message right share the message some will some won't absolutely it's okay there's seven billion people on planet earth let's do our best to try to reach all of them that's my goal and if we if we go for that you'll definitely speak to enough people and you'll definitely make enough impact right set your targets 10x right that's where we're where the 10x at i have a lot of uh, you know, resonates with me. He's one of my first mentors ever. So, you know, I'd still be in that small town, country ass town with fucking 50,000 people in it. I'd probably be dead right now or in jail just because I'll be a product of my environment. You know, I didn't switch my mindset. I didn't get out of the, the things that weren't working. Right. But now I can sit here and say, no, I'm not a statistic. Right. We broke through that shit and we're here today to share it. You know, so, you know, I hope this inspires people that are listening. And if it does, great. If it doesn't, tune in next week. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hit the subscribe button. Come Hit back. Hit subscribe time. button. Like and share it. We're just going to keep doing this thing, right? We I absolutely love you guys. And uh, <laughs> it's all about mindset, mastery, right? You, you control that mindset. You master that bad boy. What's next thing is getting out of the skirt. You must become omnipresent. How can you market yourself and get your message out there? So yep. thank you so much, Drewy, for coming on Mindset Masters and Marketing Episode 3. Really appreciate you taking the time out of your super busy day. Um, anything else you want to add? Where can people find you? Yeah, man. No, I, I first, I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to be here and share my story, man. Like I said, it's it's been awesome going on this journey with you, bro, kind of side by side, seeing each other stepping into this next best version and always upgrading man it's like the 2.5 2.7 3.0 like we just keep getting better brother so very excited to watch your journey um again thank you for having me on you know i'm just getting started and anything i can do to help people provide value that's really what i'm all about um if someone's wanting to find my story they can go to connectwithdruby.com i've got a link to my book crushing the day i've got my podcast i've got all kinds of cool shit on there we talk about how you can use memes in your sales process. Man, I've done a lot of weird, crazy shit and anything I can do to provide value to the people who are listening, who want to become a better version of themselves, man, that's what my life is all about. So definitely go to connect with Drewby, hit me up, find me, send me a DM, smoke signal, whatever. And uh, I'll do everything in my power to point you guys in the right direction, but make sure you're following Will too, man. Subscribe to this, take notes because this is the kind of stuff that helps you become that better version of yourself And I know one of the things about it is a lot of people struggle with financially. I don't know if I can invest in myself. Well, I promise you there's people like Will creating free content that they will give you 
to get to this next level because that's how they got where they are. And I've watched Will go through it. So, man, keep up the great work, brother. Thank you so much, Drewby. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. That's it. Thank you guys so much. It's a wrap. We'll see you on the next one. Over and out.